0: Well, that's all she wrote, I guess. Welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and it's our off-season now, I guess. Uh, Today we're going to talk about the game that just finished, we're going to talk about the series as a whole, and we're also going to take a quick look at some ex-Blue Jackets around the league who are still in the playoffs. Uh, Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, all one word, to get $10 off your next order. Man, I should have recorded earlier today. I could have had one more episode of Hope, one more episode of maybe they'll do it. maybe they'll you know pull it off. Teams have come down come back from three one down before, uh but instead, I got this. Um, I actually liked a lot of stuff about about tonight's game, or well, I guess this afternoon's game for most of you. Um, we finally figured out how to shoot which was good we got we uh got a ton of shots in on vasilevsky uh we scored four whole goals which is a lot for the blue jackets um and generally i was pretty happy with with how most things went um there were a couple of other things that i would have liked to see do better um but i'll talk about those in a minute um the power play was, was good. I like the power play, uh, but I think partially that was just because we got a ton of practice on it. Um, the Lightning decided to take five minor penalties, I think. Um, maybe six, including the, uh, the delay of game for challenging for goal inter-interference, uh, whereas the Jackets didn't take a single penalty, which I'm very proud of them for that. Because if there's one thing the Jackets like to do, it's take stupid penalties at stupid points in the game. Um, The other thing that was really good was the lines mostly stayed together. Line consistency existed, which is always nice. Uh, I think that, again, goes hand in hand with the fact that we didn't take any penalties. Um, Because if you don't play the the penalty kill, you don't have to mix up your lines, which is always fun. Uh, And I think the Jackets did... um, did really well in terms of keeping lines consistent Uh, and i suspect that's because for most of the game we were playing well um that 4-4 tying goal though like man that's my my biggest complaint for this the way this ended i think is that it was just luck um the bolts played well uh in the game i thought um it's probably one of their weaker games of the of the series um but it's just that one that one bounce off a skate and in um i think there maybe could have been an argument to challenge it for kicking but i don't know that we would have won we would have won the challenge um cuz it's got to be you know like a distinct kicking motion and that was very much not a distinct kicking motion but it was you know he turned his skate into it to try and block and uh, just, like, rolled into the net in slow motion. Um, I saw a tweet that said, like, uh, my entire life flashed before my eyes in the time it took for that puck to go in the net, which, yeah, that about sums it up. Um, the other thing that I wasn't too happy with is, you know, I've said it all series long, Pierre-Luc Dubois, for some reason, has decided that he has to go out of his way to try and hit people when he doesn't need to. Um, There were at least two uncalled penalties on him in that game. Uh, And I think that he's just going to keep doing what he's doing until someone makes him stop, whether that's a suspension or, you know, someone bigger than him hits him back, whatever. But he has decided that he can throw his weight around and make stupid hits on guys like Kucherov, guys like, uh, Braden point, you know, it's, it's frustrating and I can see why caps fans get frustrated with Tom Wilson because again, Tom Wilson could be a really good player if he didn't go out of his way to like skate 20 feet full speed to try and, like headhunt nick lady behind the net um so that was that was my main my main issue with that game uh is that we could have won it and instead murder happened um and then just like just bad luck bad bounces um Corpusalo didn't have a great game. Uh, I'm hesitant to blame him because I am, you know, team never blame the goalie, basically. Um, but he was just... He looked tired the entire game. Uh, those first two goals, I think, just kind of did him in. Uh, and I think he ended, like, five goals on maybe less than 25 shots, which, considering... He's been so good all playoffs and you know most of the regular season. I think this was not necessarily a regression back to the norm, but you know we would do we would do a bad game and it just sucks that it was an elimination game. Uh, it would have been nice if we'd had this game you know a couple of games earlier in the series uh, it would have been really nice if we didn't have um Elvis injured and we could therefore have put him in you know maybe game 3 or 4 to give Corpsala more than 48 hours rest but you know we didn't and i think that's something that can only come with time is you know the the endurance of being a starting goaltender in the NHL. Um and I don't really think there's anything else I had issues with. Uh Gus Nyquist once again couldn't couldn't hit an open net. Which is honestly it's kind of funny at this point, you know, I feel bad for the guy. But also Gus. If you could if you could just score that one goal, you know, maybe things would have been completely different. But, you know. We lost the series is over we're gonna look forward to next season uh, coming up in just a minute I'm gonna look kind of at the overall series uh, looks some positives, some negatives and uh, why I don't necessarily think that this loss is the end of the world uh, but first I have got to tell you about built bar uh, built bar is back uh, they have a bunch of great new flavors for you to try um, each bar is low in carbs and high in protein and honestly, they are friggin' delicious. Uh, I'm super excited about the new flavors. We've got caramel brownie, we've got cookies and cream, we've got cherry barcia, we've got lemon almond cheesecake, we've got we've got apple almond crisp, and my personal favorite, uh, carrot cake. Uh, and I know a lot of these like protein bars market themselves as you know delicious and nutritious, and actually they kind of taste like someone dipped a piece of sawdust into chocolate and just mashed it together but built bar legitimately tastes just like an actual candy bar um and you know as a person who tries to eat healthy but really loves candy bars these are kind of perfect for me uh right now built bar is giving you a free cooler with every purchase while stocks last and if like me your apartment is constantly at like 80 degrees or above and you don't want to have to get up to go to the fridge every time you want a snack these coolers are perfect to kind of live on your desk and keep your built bars in uh, and with the offer code LOCKEDON, all one word, you can get 10 bucks off your first order. Uh, if you want to watch your weight or you just love treats, you know, run, don't walk to builtbar.com and find a new favourite flavour today. Remember, you can find Locked On Blue Jackets on Twitter at LO underscore Blue You can find me on Twitter at JayTheGoalie, all one word. And you can find this podcast wherever you get your podcasts every weekday morning or, you know sometimes afternoon or evening depending um anyway the series as a whole feels a little bit unfair that it's over in five games and i don't think when you look at it it is a five game series uh because you know every game was just so closely matched um i think it could very easily have gone the other way you know um I don't think Tampa Bay was overwhelmingly good or like, I don't think Tampa Bay was as good as people think they are or as bad as the Blue Jackets or as bad as people think the Blue Jackets are. Um, They were really closely matched. I thought that the Lightning would have come out in a much more aggressive kind of, we're going to score a bunch of goals on you and they didn't do that um you know it could very easily the series right now could be you know 2-2 it could be 3-2 to to the blue jackets um you know it was lucky bounces uh, on both sides you know we had some bad goals they had some bad goals um there was some bad timing like the 4-4 goal where it just kind of rolled on in um the tying goal in game 1 as well where Cupsalo just kind of accidentally kicked it in you know we were so friggin' close to a game six um but it was it was a good series uh for the team i think it was a fun series to watch even though it was frustrating at times we got top tier goaltending in every single game except this one and it just kind of sucks that this was that one game um you know, I stand by what I said earlier, what I said yesterday. I do think Korpisalo was tired. I think he and most of the team were just wrung out to go from, like, four months of no hockey to, you know, ten games plus another seven periods of overtime over the course of the Leafs series and the Bolt series. You know, that's a big adjustment, especially when you consider, like, how much Corpusalo played this season versus literally every other season he's been with the Jackets. Um, if we'd had... Elvis Muslikans around to kind of take some of that weight, then maybe it would have gone a little differently. Um, we might have put him in today after those two goals, and you know maybe the game goes completely differently. Um, but honestly, it's really hard to be disappointed with Kopsalo's performance in this postseason. Um, he is absolutely 100% my pick for MVP for the Jackets for this postseason um he finishes with a 941 save percentage in eight games um and even if you take the five overtime game out where he made 85 saves he still has a 931 in seven games you know it's it's unreal um i'm gonna give out some letter grades in a later episode so i'm not gonna go too much in depth about how everyone played but for me uh, some notable standouts in the series were Bjorkstrand finally finally breaking through. Uh, he had three goals in five games, plus the goal in game four, which was called back for offside. Um, Dubois stood out, both good and bad, uh, leading in both points and also in idiotic hits that should have been penalised. Uh, and I really liked Liam Foody this series. Um, I've talked about that a little bit. I thought he had a really strong postseason as a whole. I'm excited to see him become a full-time jacket next year. Um, Jones and Warensky, I thought, were good. Um, They were strong defensively. Um, Neither of them were as offensive as I would have liked them to have been. I think they only had one assist each in the entire series, but they also played against Kucherov for most of the series, and they managed to hold him to, I think, a goal and three assists in five games which you know for a guy like kucherov is is pretty decent so maybe we didn't get the points from them but i think they made a big impact on the ice anyway um i talked yesterday about some potential offseason moves uh so i'm not going to get too into that i still stand by most of them um i saw a tweet from tom reed uh, who used to work for the athletic for the blue jackets and now i believe freelancers um, and he's talking he talked a little bit about how he thinks that the coaching staff has probably gotten everything that they're going to get out of this team um, this team is as good as they're going to get right now uh, i don't think line changes or you know Working harder is going to make the team better um it's time to add a few pieces um and I think the trick is gonna be adding in adding pieces in the right place without kind of handcuffing yourself with more big contracts um and I realized earlier that I've kind of been thinking about this whole season as sort of like a mini a mini rebuild or you know a really really mini rebuild you know we didn't lose a lot um but we lost our starting goalie we lost our quote-unquote star forward uh pinar um duchane we lost i'm i'm hesitant to to like lump him in with the other two considering he was only here for you know less than half a season uh but he went um you know we added a lot of younger players um i think four or five players uh made their, not only their post-season debut would also scored their first playoff goal this season. You know, it is a young, young team. Uh, and I don't think that based on this series, Yamakakalainen should make panic moves. And I don't think he will because he doesn't really seem like the guy that makes panic moves based on the most recent trade deadline and the trade the trade deadline before then where we could have probably got rid of Bobrovsky and Panarin for, you know, some pieces but instead, you know, we bought in um and I also don't know how lucrative the free agent market is is going to be, so, you know, we'll we'll find out, I guess. Um coming up next, let's check in around the league with some of our favorite ex-jackets. Uh, tomorrow is our CBJ mailbag day. Uh, I already have some really fun questions that I've kind of been mulling over a little bit, uh, but I would love some more. You know, I'm always happy to talk about the Blue Jackets. Uh, so send me an email at lockedonbluejackets@gmail.com at gmail.com or tweet at me at lo underscore jackets Ask me about this series, ask me about the off season, you know, ask me random questions about your favorite Blue Jacket you know make a you know let's get let's get weird let's get crazy it's the off season. uh so i got this idea from sarah over at locked on kings uh, and she's been checking in on some ex kings who are doing things in the playoffs so let's go ahead and check in on four guys who are still playing um i'm going to start off with the one guy whose team has already moved on to round two william carlson uh wild bill we used to call him here in columbus uh he's doing pretty okay um he's got 6 points in 8 games and he was featured in a very very good hug with a noted ex king alec martinez who uh went to the knights at the trade deadline last year uh he had two assists in game 5 to put away the chicago blackhawks to win the series and he is going to go on to face probably the winner of the st louis or vancouver series um unless Calgary or Arizona pulls off an upset which would be great but I don't know I don't know how likely that is um, Matt Calvert has been with the Avalanche for a couple of years now uh, he signed there as a free agent and he currently has three points in seven games with the abs which you know is pretty good for a bottom six guy and two of those points came during the most recent game uh, which was the seven one disaster versus the coyotes. Uh, And then, maybe only the long-time Blue Jackets will remember this guy, but we used to have Derek Broussard. He's with the Islanders now. Uh, He's playing on their third line, and he's got three assists in eight games, which, again, for a bottom six guy, pretty good. Uh, Only one of those points has to come during the series against the Capitals. Uh, The other two came in their their play-in series against uh, Florida. Um, So I'm sure Islanders fans would like him to... To see him score in Game 5 to put the Caps away for good. Uh, We have another blast from the past. Uh, We have noted gritty impersonator, Jacob Voracek. Who I believe was part of the Jeff Carter trade back in the day. I will pause so you can boo. He's got four points in six games. And he's got a nice little two-game point streak going against the Habs. uh, Which that series should close out tonight... Uh, sending the Flyers to the second round to face probably the Islanders. And I think that is all the time we have for today. Uh, Next episode, we'll take a look at the team still left and see who We, as Blue Jackets fans, should root for. Uh, When you're done here, you probably should not go listen to Locked On Lightning because they're going to be celebrating. Uh, But also, my buddy Adam over there will no doubt have some fun, analysis, and insight for us all. So I will see you guys next season. No, I'm totally kidding. I will be back tomorrow with a new episode of Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.